0: One of the themes of Advent, especially on the first two Sundays of Advent, is greeting or meeting the coming Christ, Jesus coming again as our Savior. Last week we talked a little bit about His second coming and the criteria of the judgment that. The Lord Jesus is bringing upon the world when he judges righteously the living and the dead. In this Sunday, though, we speak about greeting Jesus, our Redeemer, with joy. And in our liturgy, we pray during the season of Advent that we would, without shame or fear, Greet the coming of Jesus at his appearing. And so we have these themes of greeting, meeting the Lord Jesus. So the question on the second of Sunday of Advent is this Are we ready to meet and greet the Lord Jesus when he comes again? Are we ready? How well do we know who is coming? to meet us. It reminds me of a dream, a dream of Father Ron Rollheiser, a dream that changed his life and hopefully it might change yours just a little bit today. Father Ron says, I don't often remember my dreams, nor do I put much stock in them, but several years ago I had a dream that caused me to do both. It highlights the most important of all truths, that God is love. And only by letting that kind of love into our lives can we save ourselves from disappointment, shame, and sadness. And so the dream went something like this. For whatever reason, and dreams give no reason, we know that to be true, Father Ron, in his dream, was asked to pick up Jesus at the airport. Now imagine that. Just think, if you were called to pick up Jesus at the airport, what starts coming up in your mind? What would this be like to find Jesus and greet Him at the airport? Well, for Father Ron, he says he was understandably nervous and frightened. How would I recognize him? What would he look like? How would he react to me? What would I say to him? Would I like what I saw? More frightening yet, he says, would he like what he saw when he looked at me? With those feelings surging through me, I stood as one stands in a dream at the end of a long corridor. Nervously surveying the passengers that were coming toward me. How would I recognize Jesus? And would his first glance at me reflect his disappointment? But this is a good dream. And it taught me as much about God as I'd learned in many years of studying theology. All my fears were alleviated in one second. What happened was the opposite of all my expectations. Suddenly, walking down the corridor toward me was Jesus, smiling, beaming with delight, coming straight for me, rushing, eager to meet me. Everything about him was stunningly and wonderfully disarming. There was no awkward moment. Everything about him erased that. His eyes, his face, and his body embraced me without reserve and without judgment. I knew he saw straight through me. I knew that he knew all of my faults and weaknesses, my lack of substance, and none of it mattered. And for that moment, none of it mattered to me either. Jesus was eager to meet me. Isn't that a great vision? Isn't that a wonderful vision? A wonderful dream? The best part is is that it is really true. It's based on the fact that we can come to know by revelation that God is love. That God is really love. God is love beyond our understanding and our experience because We very much are caught up in fallen human love in this world. And we always have been, from the time we were that small until the time that we exit this world, most of the love that we deal with is fallen human love. And with fallen human love comes all the games and all the manipulations and all the things that happens when we uh, ineffectively are able to love one another. And so this is our experience. The incarnation of the son and word of God, God becoming flesh and blood to be with us, to rescue us, to make us sons and daughters of God and to live in us now and in the age to come. All of that is based on the love of God. This happened because God loves us. Because God will do anything to try to seek and save us and bring him back to himself. And that is good news. That's why we proclaim every Sunday this wonderful, loving God in Jesus Christ. And so we again recount why did God extend himself in the way that he did? Well, he's come to redeem us because we really need it. We need to be rescued out of sin. We need to be rescued out of death because we can't do it ourselves. Only God the Savior can do it. And so the Son and Word of God took on all of our humanity and became in one person Jesus Christ in order to not only show us how to live and love like God but to even die for us To cancel out and to forgive sin and to bring us out of death into life, into his life. The Apostle Paul would actually use these words to describe that. God has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. And then the next words of this great passage is Christ is the image of the invisible God. If we want to see God, his image is in the face of Jesus Christ because Christ is God and man in one person forever. And it is this God that comes to rescue us out of sin and death and bring us into his kingdom and under his kingship which is the rule and reign of life. So that is what we call redemption, being redeemed out of sin and death and brought over into the kingdom of God. There's another thing that Christ has done in this great incarnation. He has become one of us in order to make us sons and daughters of God, to become children of God, that we would be a part of his family forever and no matter what family you came from, the family of God is a lot better. Right? Uh, My family's pretty good, but you know, we all have our limitations. And after coming off of Thanksgiving, we know that family visits need to be short. Right? As much as we love our family, there's always issues. Coming into the family of God is a lot better. It's the place where divine love exists and true relationships, authenticity. We get a foretaste of that now, but it's going to be so much better in the age to come. And then finally, Christ came not only to save us and rescue us out of sin and death, to make us sons and daughters of God, bring us into the family of God. The incarnation took place in order that Christ and his divine life and love could actually come back into us and make us fully human. The life and the love of Christ himself is meant to be put together with our life and our will that we can actually live as sons and daughters of God. Not in name only, but in action, in word, in deed and truth. And to the extent that we will allow Christ to live in and through us, we can in fact live like children of God and love and serve God not only here, but especially in the age to come. Let's move back to Father Ron. He says, we live with too much fear of God. Partly it is bad theology, but mostly we fear God because we've never experienced the kind of love that is manifest in God. We take for granted that anyone who sees us as we really are in our unloveliness, weaknesses, pathology, sin, insubstantiality will in the end be disappointed with us as we are in ourselves. Because we think God is disappointed in us, especially at those times when we are disappointed in ourselves, we fail to meet the one person, the one love, the one energy who is God that actually understands us, accepts us, delights in us, and is eager to smile at us. Isn't that amazing? What we need is a revelation of divine love. We need a revelation in our heart, in our mind, in our souls that God is love. And that if indeed we were to meet Jesus at the airport, and if we meet Jesus at the end of the age, that that picture of Jesus smiling with acceptance eager to come and be with us is in fact a proper image to have in our mind and our heart. Why? Not because of us, but because God is love and Jesus is God's love incarnate. And so today as we come to the Holy Eucharist, let us come praying for this type of revelation to transform our mind and our heart and our soul that we would really know the love of God and begin to experience it. And let us also come to the Holy Eucharist today asking for inspiration. Inspiration to daily allow Christ to live in and through us. Because it is possible for us to simply live without Christ We can go about our business. We can do a decent job at our jobs and in our families and other things, but we can never fulfill our calling here and now to love with the love of God and to serve with the love of Christ. Without Christ being that source of divine life and love living in and through us, we simply can't be the children of God that we're called to be and that we want to be. And so the only thing that separates us from experiencing the life and the love of God is ourselves. It is ourselves. God's love is there for us already. God is waiting on us to allow Christ to live in and through us to truly experience what it means to be a son and a daughter of God. So as we come today. We ask for revelation and inspiration that we could truly meet the Lord Jesus when he comes to greet us and we will have joy at that meeting. Amen.